0: Welcome to Wildfire Tribe Podcast, I'm Sean. And I'm Kylie. And together, we're diving headfirst into the mysteries of God.
1: Talking about the stuff that sets your soul on fire.
0: From ancient spiritual mysteries to the wild frontiers of the supernatural.
1: We are ripping apart the veil between the ordinary and the extraordinary. One hilariously real conversation at a time.
0: So if you've ever wondered about the meaning of life, the universe and everything in between
1: or if you've had a spiritual encounter that has left you burning inside for more join us guys as we stoke the flames of curiosity grab a seat and let's venture into the cosmic realms together welcome to wildfire tribe
0: well hello kylie
1: hello sean
0: now today has found us not down by the river.
1: No, we're in a beautiful little park surrounded by gorgeous trees.
0: We are outside in the sunshine again. We enjoy being in the sun. We're very grateful for sunshine. It is early spring in northern New South Wales, Australia. The park is full of one person.
1: One person. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's yeah, there's just one, one person. person in the distance.
0: Yeah. And there's people coming and going all round. There's lots of cars. So if you hear traffic in the background, that's what's happening. We're in the middle of a town. In the middle of the town, there is a park which we are in the middle of, and there's lots of traffic around.
1: And it is the beginning of a new season, a beautiful new season in the oh, you're seasonal not do that calendar, stuff, that I guess.
0: Christian stuff, that Christian <laughs> language. It's a new season no, of but your like, life. But like when your life is not going very well. Oh, love, it's because you're in a new season.
1: <laughs> well, it is kind of Isn't appropriate it for the topic today. the Bible today? is so accurate? <laughs> It does seem to have times. There is a time and a, seasons, time and a season <laughs> for all things. And I know there is some elements of talk and discussion around the fact that seasons have passed away and we don't have seasons anymore. But I still feel like there are seasons. I do really feel like there are things going on in our lives that, um, are in that that ebb and flow of nature. And that is, you know, we've come out of this wintry time and we're heading into. Space bring in the Southern Hemisphere and the Northern Hemisphere. You guys have come out of summer and you're heading into autumn. Yeah, but they don't don't really care, Kylie,
0: because you can listen to a podcast anytime. So you could be listening to it anytime, anywhere in the world. And in fact, how many countries have listened to our podcast?
1: I know, more than 25 countries listen at the moment. You told
0: me earlier that there was 26. 26. Yeah, so that is more than 25, but I like to be accurate, 26 countries or 26 there's been people in 26 different countries that have downloaded and listened to our podcast and they don't care whether it's sunshiny spring or winter or whatever time of day it is right where we are do they it can be completely different for them
1: No, I think that when you're connecting, you know you you realise you're in that understanding of being connected (laughs) to to God, and He's in us, and we're in Him. And the real simplicity of just being in nature and seeing these cycles that are in nature around us, like we're seeing the cycles of spring and autumn and summer and winter, we're seeing the cycles of the moon, we're seeing the cycles of the sun, we're seeing all of this circular motion of things that come and go and things that pass away and begin again I feel like that it's relevant to everybody and I feel like it is special like the simplicity of it is special this the beauty of it is special the beauty of seeing um, trees lose their leaves and go a different color and then all of a sudden you know they've got bare branches and you can see this beautiful shape and then weeks pass by and then all of these blossoms come. They've got all these gorgeous flowers and then the new leaves come and, and I feel like
0: we've been in a different season for the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like we've been in a winter season.
0: <laughs> Things have been a little bit dormant, slow growing.
1: Yeah, just cocooned in that space of it's almost like a place of hibernation, you know like a big bear.
0: Except for when we went into hibernation we didn't take enough food with us. <laughs> And now we're not just a cranky bear because we're just waking up, but we're cranky because we're starving as uh,
1: well. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, it is an interesting process, life and making decisions and just taking on what it is that is in front of us every day and doing and, it in a pla- out of a place of joy.
0: And talking about the reasons for it all the mystery behind it all the the mystery behind the reasons for living you know the spirit soul mind alignment or whatever discussion is uh, at your dinner table or around your campfire as to the mysteries of god and what this is all about
1: and next door to that is being okay with not knowing the answer Like being okay with not figuring it out and actually embracing the everyday moments of joy and gratitude and wonder. And, you know, like, I don't know who's been here in this park before us, but there's all of this gold kind of glittery stuff that there must have been a dance group or something here. And it's like all over the lawn, it's just shimmering in the sun It looks really, really cool. It's kind of if we were in
0: Bethel Church in Redding, California, Kylie, that'd be like glory dust.
1: Yeah, it's like glory dust. It's gold. Look at it. It's gold all over. Like, remember when we were sitting at the river last week? And it was like diamonds were all over the water top. Well, now we've got gold all over the lawn. It's really, really cool. It's like it's been set up just for us today. I love it. It's so funny. Well, we are talking about new beginnings today. We're talking about starting again. We're talking about what does it look like when you just feel like you've come to the end of a chapter of your life and and it's just time for a change.
0: So that's what you were talking about earlier to do with seasons, was it?
1: Well, I guess so. I guess it's like an introduction into it. You accidentally
0: alluded to what our topic was going to be today, (laughs) which is new beginnings?
1: New beginnings, yeah.
0: Well, we've had heaps of new beginnings.
1: Yeah, we have.
0: Heaps and heaps and heaps, because just when things seem to be getting comfortable or predictable at times throughout our life, we find that. It's time to change, time Mm. to change towns, occupations. It's usually that for us, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we've moved geographically. We've started new businesses, closed businesses, sold businesses. We've been a part of uh, new churches and then we've um, moved on. We even started a
0: church, Kylie. Yeah, and it's still there's a lot going. of
1: different things. Yeah, I know it's crazy. There's just been a, a lot of new beginning. Be, new beginnings are are a part of who we are. I feel like like
0: yeah. So in all those new beginnings and those walking out the the time that you're in those different places and then the leaving, you know, then there's always the the ups and downs of all that and the trying to work out with God why you went to a place to do the thing that you then began to enjoy and wanted to stay and do forever and ever but then he asked you to move on you know so that's been our adventure hasn't it of, of getting to times where where we're comfortable being a place or we're okay with it we know what we're doing and then having God whisper in our ears okay guys it's time to move on.
1: So how do you know how do you know that it's time to move on?
0: Well for us And I'm assuming for most people that are listening to this podcast, even if you've stumbled on it accidentally in your mind, I don't believe you've accidentally stumbled upon it. So you're here to talk about the mysteries of God and try to understand the mysteries of life. And for us, the mystery is God. For us, the mystery is not only him, but his voice. Mm -hmm. and where his will for you is all of those discussions that we talk about on this podcast regularly we're always trying to walk in what we call his will the will of God the reason for our existence being here and and for us to know or have an inkling of what that is then we need to hear his voice we need to hear his voice in whatever form it is that he speaks to us so that's how we make decisions
1: And it's also, I feel like it's knowing who you are as well. I think that we really struggled for a long time of embracing change in our life because we felt like it was a reflection of failure of something that didn't work out. Maybe we just didn't have what it takes to stick it out. Maybe we're not hearing right because why would God bring you somewhere and then ask you to leave again? And we would look into the window of other people's lives who are in the same place and their moving on hasn't been geographical or they've stayed in, in and built things for a more of a long-term perspective. of. Life. So I feel like part of and embracing whatever change looks like for you is understanding who you are in this scenario. Am I an an adventurous person that is created for something that's not necessarily in one place all the time? Or am I somebody that's building something more long-term? So if you don't,
0: if you cruise through life not accepting that there's the possibility that there's a God or there's a, I guess, another language that you hear used is, you know the universe directs you or guides you like if you're living a life outside of understanding that there is a divine being that has some influence in your life then how do you make decisions so if you're making decisions regarding careers and geographical locations etc based on what you see other people do then that's just not been a reality for us
1: yeah it's a it's a difficult one because I feel like if we had more conviction about God's voice in our life, that it wouldn't take us so long to make the decision to let go of what is in the moment and embrace what is to come. So sometimes I feel like it takes a long time to just be led in and out of things because there is that element of We're wondering, are we really hearing from God? Oh, this is like, why would he ask us to do that when this feels so good at the moment? Yeah, that doesn't
0: make sense for you to set up a business that's running well to then want to or feel like it's time to leave it. When you look all around you at other people that have stayed in businesses in the same town for 30 years and they're prospering from the outside
1: and you feel like
0: it's time to go.
1: Yeah. And it's like when we closed our business and we closed it. Which one, Kyle? Yeah, I know we've closed lots of them. But when we closed our one just before COVID, we didn't know that COVID was about to happen. All we knew was that God was saying, it's time to close. And... Our circumstances were such that we were in difficult circumstances as well, which helped us to make the decision. Because I think if we had been really prospering, it would have been much harder to have closed that business because we wouldn't have been thinking that God was leading us in that direction. He was making it really obvious to us. And as we sought him for clarity on that and that clarity came it still didn't make a lot of sense at the time but you know only three or four months later it made a lot of sense when we realized that it would have been very 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 difficult for us if we had still have been open when all businesses were forced to close during that time. So it's just one of those examples where we were led by what God was asking us to do, even though we com- we didn't completely understand it at the time. And uh, yeah, there were lots of things that happened that were confirming that his voice really weren't there.
0: So new beginnings. So from there, then we set out on a new beginning, Of closing one business to open another one, which was in accommodation, which was closed before it even really opened because COVID meant that nobody could travel or even stay in holiday apartments, which is where our business was going to be located.
1: Yeah, that was interesting too. So that was
0: a new beginning that never even got off the ground.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I think in woven in amongst it all is just this beautiful story of, of just learning to hear his voice and just knowing where he's leading us in and that everything always, isn't always a, the way that we gauge success. And it's like you had that beautiful quote that came to you this week about how do we gauge success? Of walking with an infinite God, like there isn't really a space to do that properly. There isn't a, a, a gauge. like what what is the, the one to ten rank? How do we rank success when we're walking with God?
0: There is no measurement of success when pursuing an infinite God.
1: Yeah, exactly,
0: that's it. Because if you think that you succeeded in your pursuit of him, Apart from still pursuing him, then the challenge is that you think that you have come to some understanding of him when he's infinite.
1: Yes. Well, bringing it back down to...
0: It's like that mind bending moments you have when you're a child and your parents explain to you that after your time on earth when it seems trendy for people to die and go elsewhere if you end up in a place called heaven that your time there is infinite do you remember that moment of trying to go to sleep at night and thinking about infinite time in heaven Mm. and how long that is
1: well I remember thinking it From the perspective of infinity as a number, like infinity, like there, there, it's it's like this. There is nothing you can put on it. There's no amount of numbers that mean infinity. We always used to write, you know, write it out. What is infinity? (laughs) Like it's like this limitlessness to it that is incomprehensible in a lot of ways.
0: So really, you can only measure or have any measure of success about you know knowing God or or the knowledge of him regarding what you know right now you know so what you know right now is what you know right now so that's the fullness of your understanding of him but that doesn't mean that there's not more of him
1: yeah because there is he's infinite
0: so you're only successful knowing what you know about him right now (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking in the context of starting over again. If you're thinking about starting over again, I don't. you're not alone in that. Give I, an
0: example, Kylie, like what?
1: Well, say you're working in hospitality and you're just going to your job every day and you're feeling, you're just feeling like you've had enough. Well, like it if, doesn't
0: have to be hospitality, does it?
1: No. Just well, that's a very in,
0: specific example. In your normal old if job. If you're working in any job... At the moment. And you feel like you're coming to a time where you could be looking for a career change. How do you know? Like, where are you going with this conversation?
1: Well, I looked it up and more than 55% of people in the workforce are described as languishing. How many? 55%.
0: More than 55%.
1: Yeah, more than 55%. So no
0: wonder when we go places like our cafe, we talk about cafes regularly, or you go places for a coffee or lunch or something like that, sometimes you get a sense that the people that are serving you don't really want to be there. Yeah. Because statistically it seems that it's likely.
1: Exactly. Well, I looked it up. I thought, what is languishing? Like languishing is defined as a pervasive feeling of blandness, like blah. It, it's it's this darling of motivation. It's this feeling that you can that can follow you throughout your day, holding you back from flourishing in life.
0: So it's blah, as in just sort of a nothingness, as opposed to blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, it's like this emptiness. It's a stagnation. It it's like this a life of quiet despair
0: yeah uncontentedness discontentedness What's the word?
1: Dissatisfaction. I was thinking, you know, where, where does that sit as far as like mental health goes? And it is, languishing is defined as the absence of mental health and in the way that it's characterized by dissatisfaction and a lack of engagement and apathy. So ultimately, languishing, it's not a health condition as such, like a clinical illness, like anxiety or depression, but it's actually this state in which we just find ourselves stuck like you just feel stuck you feel like your motivation is low you you, you know you're not depressed or anxious as such you're just like how are you going oh yeah I, like I'm okay like I'm you know I'm just I'm just going through the
0: motions really so as an example yesterday I saw a person who I felt who I sensed was doing a a job in an occupation or just even in an environment that they weren't enjoying being in do you remember that person yeah yep and I said to those people that were with us at the time around us did you can you see that person there they look like they're not actually what were my words they look like they are desperately unhappy and mm. nobody else seemed to have noticed and lonely and lonely that's right And so I approached that person when I got an opportunity and asked them if they were okay, if they needed somebody to talk to. And they said that they were homesick, homesick for a a location they had moved from to come to the place where we were. And my first comment to this person was, well, why don't you go home?
1: I think that's the thing with languishing. Like it's, it's, well, nothing is really wrong. Nothing is actually right either. And you you going in you you've become in this place where it's almost like you just don't have the energy anymore to make the decision to change the situation, which can be as if you know you for languish for
0: long enough in a in a position like that where you're even outwardly miserable to other people in your surroundings then you're not doing yourself a lot of good in your own mental state no, either.
1: Oh I know, exactly. Well, it's like that, that sense of feeling aimless. You know, you don't really even know where you're going anymore. It's like, it's like sitting on social media and just scrolling, you know, or just staring at a TV or just like watching the clock, thinking I can't wait for my shift to end or whatever it happens to be instead of fully engaging in the moment that is life, which is like every moment that we have. Our life is the moment right now.
0: But it's like you were talking about earlier with regards to us moving around quite a bit where for a long period of time we felt like, there was something wrong with us where people would question why would we keep on doing that why would we why would we sell the house that we were in that has established gardens and it's all painted and finished and a lovely place to live just as you get it comfortable why would you leave again those sorts of things you start to feel like you're making decisions that are irrational yeah and so therefore people that uh, are living a life uh, separated from the knowledge of God in their life and even from you know people that are single people that are, are living a life of existence on their own with not many people to talk to about their life's decisions it must be so difficult to feel stuck in a in a job or feel or languishing is your word mm. language languishing in a place and not having anybody to talk about it to, yeah. to, to nut it out, to try and get some sense of, okay, well, actually, I'd, I'm feeling this way, but it doesn't mean that I'm broken or that there's something wrong with me. No. It just might mean that it's time for me to move on from this job or this location.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, and sometimes just having someone to talk to about that is... Th- is the real key because it's like we do a lot of us are verbal processes where all the answers that we have are within us because god is within us and and you know our creator is within us all of creation is within us so swirling around within the depths of our being are all of these beautiful answers and as we allow us. Um, each other to be a sounding board for our thoughts and just things that we're going through and everything. We don't even need to have answers for somebody. We just need to be a listening ear. And sometimes listening to somebody as they're processing where they're at and their thoughts and everything is so much more valuable to somebody than trying to come up with some kind of insightful answer or or, or something like that. Like, yeah, would you exactly agree? exactly. For or?
0: somebody that, uh, that's like what I was talking about. For instance, for somebody that, leads a a fairly solitary existence where you might not be married or have a partner and you're, you're living a life on your own and making decisions for yourself the answer for that person in life's decisions is not always to just tell them what what it is you think they should do like you said it's sometimes it's just about listening and letting them talk it out so they can make their own decisions. I actually feel like more often than not, that is the actual answer yeah. for everybody is to just listen. And, yep. and allow people to make their own decisions. Because ultimately, each one of us has to then also walk out that decision. Yeah, the consequences of as well.
1: Yeah, it's so true. Like Listening is so powerful. Such a beautiful... Thing to give somebody is your time to just listen to where they're at and just to, yeah. So, be thank a you for
0: listening to our podcast. If you're listening to yeah. our podcast and you are <laughs> processing a decision that you're looking at making in your life and this is helping you in some way, then we thank you for listening to us. If it's helping you because you understand that you might need to talk to somebody who is not going to just give you an answer but just to listen, then we. grateful to be a part of helping you understand that so thank you for tuning in to wildfire tribe podcast
1: yeah come on i was looking at for a bible verse because i love looking up a bible verse that goes with our topic for the week which is always cool because yeah that's just a fun little thing that I do. Uh, Two Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come; the old has gone, and the new is here. So, what does that mean to you?
0: Well, you're the one who brought it up. Like I like how you bring up these Bible verses and then ask me what does it mean to you. Like I have to explain it to the world. That's a different translation, by the way, to the one that you normally use. Isn't it like the old has passed and the new has come or something like that?
1: Yeah, it could be. There are so many So many variations. variations
0: of the same book, Kylie.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a conversation. So it's just like we're just chatting off the cuff about <laughs> what that might look like. So if we're in Christ and we believe we're in Christ and a new creation has come, which means that all the old stuff is gone, and the new stuff is our reality. So, if we're thinking about that from a new beginning, like a new beginning, where I think that new beginning is also that place of of recognizing that we're spiritual beings, recognizing that we can have a relationship with God, recognizing that our creator lives within us, that Jesus has made a way for us to have this beautiful relationship with the Father, with Holy Spirit, with the beings, the heavenly beings to be able to encounter The cloud of witnesses and all of this infinite, like we were talking about before, this mystery that is all around us and within us. This is also a a new reality, a new beginning reality, when we come into the reality of like, wow, there's more than what I realized there was before I really realized that I am spirit.
0: There is more of what?
1: There's like a a whole nother dimension of living. It's because I've become awakened to the unseen realms within which I live and function and walk. And it's this new space of like, wow, I always felt like there was more. And the more is maybe these realms that we don't see with our natural eyes, but that we feel, we sense them, we have this.
0: But what has that got to do with regarding... Leaving a job and going to another one. How does that translate?
1: Well, I feel like it's it's just that place of feeling like there's there's more, you know, in a practical sense, we're I feeling so that in a job. So if you get a sense
0: of being in a location or a job or something like that, where you're, where you're starting to sense that maybe there's something else, you're saying that just because you accept that being a new creation in a spiritual sense as well means that the possibility is that there is more, there's more of everything, like there's more... Yeah. There's more to be experienced in every dimension.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes that more isn't leaving a job. It's just experiencing another realm of life when you come into the revelation that you are a son and daughter of God, that you are infinitely loved, that you, all of like creation is waiting to partner with you on this great journey of seeing the fullness of what so life can be. you have an
0: inkling that God actually loves you more than He. Used to love you, then it's possible that you're right.
1: Yeah. And then that can transpire as you dive deeper into these places of realizing, well, I just, like we were talking about last week, last week we were talking about fear a lot. We spoke about uh, that it says 365 times in the Bible not to fear and that sometimes on the other side of that fear is this beautiful place of breakthrough and that when we can move through that fear is when we know that we are infinitely loved by the creator of the universe.
0: I just want to share an experience that I've had when it comes time to move from a job or a town. It's happened to us many times where you make a decision which you think is a big life decision regarding leaving a job onto a new one or a town and you feel good about it you feel like you're heading in that direction and that you're glad that you've made the decision and you start to put things in place and then there seems to be this last minute opportunity to stay where things might work out better than you thought or a last minute opportunity where a, you know a friendship arises that you never realized was possible with somebody and you think wow maybe I should stay for a bit longer just so I can get to know that person better i f- find that that's really interesting how that happens to
1: us oh, it's it's almost like it is the perfect formula that unfolds when you're moving into something new it's
0: like are you really sure that you've made the right decision are you really sure that you want to sell all of the contents of your house and move into a caravan and drive around australia with your kids in it how about i tempt you i don't know if that's the right thinking but we'll just use that language how about if i tempt you by offering you an opportunity to move into a better apartment than the one you've got So that therefore, if you choose to do that, what you thought you were going to do, then you have to make a decision. Have you noticed that that happens to us?
1: Yeah, definitely. I
0: wonder if it happens to other people.
1: Mm. What's a specific example? Can you think of one?
0: I just gave a couple of specific examples, like one time when we moved from a when we sold a hotel that we were that we owned and we were running, and we made the decision that it was just too busy, it was too stressful, it was it was actually making money, uh, but it was just all too much. It was time to consider moving on for for many reasons, health reasons, etc., as well. And then you get that that family that pops up that you didn't realise existed in your town that seems like they might be really good friends of yours if you were to stick around.
1: That's right. Or there's that position that gets offered to you.
0: Yeah. I've wanted a promotion in a business for the last three years that I've been here and the people keep on telling me that I'm going to get a promotion if I just stick around but there's no specified date or no measurement as to when that's going to happen time-wise. And then when you put in your notice and say that you are moving on, then there's the talk of, hang on, if you stay, we'll give you that promotion. That's that last minute opportunity that I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, so now what I wanted for the last three years is an opportunity for me right now if I just stay even though I've made a decision to go.
1: Yep. We're getting back to the languishing, like when you're on the leading up stage to that. So say at w- at work, that might look like you're feeling disconnected from your co-workers, like maybe you're irritable or you're confused about your position you're sad you there's no excitement when there's upcoming projects or things that are to do with your working situation you just can't seem to get excited about it you you've got
0: sometimes people will stay in a job that they're miserable in because they're a year and a half or two and a half years out from getting some form of payout or something in the thousands of dollars so you choose to stay miserable or do your best in that job for a period longer so that you can get a few thousand dollars at the end of it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's that, that place of procrastination where maybe you've got to get things done and you just can't deliver on those things. You're just in that cycle of procrastination and you're feeling stressed about all those things that you're not getting done. And
0: But staying in the, in the position where you're not exactly ultimately happy is okay too, isn't it? Because aren't you developing character in that time?
1: Well, I think we, we don't want to find ourselves in that place where we're looking back and regretting Oh I wish I would have gone I wish I would have done that like cuz you that can also be like this pit that you can find yourself in sometimes where you go oh, if only we if we, if only we'd moved then and then all of that could have happened and if only we'd done that and if only we'd left that job then or if only we'd taken that opportunity instead of going over there, you know, things would have been different, things would have been different. But we have to just come back into the very simplicity of, you know, gratitude, this moment of, that we have right now, this beautiful place of joy. If we're really feeling like we can't break out of that, is that's when there's this space to just let it go like let that go and step into something new just go and v- visit somebody that you know and stay for a couple of weeks go and you can always go back to something that you had left previously or you can or you can make a new way when our boys were 16 baby, like you, each one of them on their birthdays you took them overseas for like a an adventure with you creating this space really to be able to empower them to just step into unknown places and there is a power in that isn't there of just going i don't know what's going to happen but i'm just going to go anyway
0: yeah and the country that i took them to was india so you're listening from india thank you so much for listening we've been to your country three times now and i was i have taken both of my boys on separate occasions to your country India is a confronting place for a lot of us people who are not raised in the busyness of that place. And yes, I have taken each of my sons there one at a time and exposed them to what it's like to be able to travel there and eat there and drink water. Well, it's actually not very possible for a person from our side of the world to drink water and be okay in India, and I've proven that. By drinking the water but the reason for taking them and showing them that was to show them that no matter what it is that you want to do in your life as something as radical as going to India and investigating what that country is like that really once you come back from there and analyze and go and process having traveled there and and how extremely culturally different it is than our country the reason for doing that was to enable our children to be able to go okay well it doesn't matter what it is that I want to step out into and 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 do in my life I went there and did that and it was pretty wild but I survived and now I can do that plus a lot of other things
1: yeah and sometimes that's what it takes to really even be grateful for what you have or what you had you know where you are is when you're immersed into something that's unknown and then you realize you can see where you're already at from a different perspective you get to see it with new eyes you can like look at it and go wow actually I'm so grateful that I get to live in my house I've only
0: got three bedrooms in my house and I've only got one bathroom and there's four people living here And then you go to India and see that a family of eight are living on a cardboard box on the street in the dirt. It sort of makes you realise pretty rapidly that where you are is maybe a place that it's okay to stay as well.
1: Mm, Exactly. Yeah.
0: Because we're not like the freedom and adventure mystics that just want people to move all of the time. No. That's not what we're promoting, is it?
1: No, what we're promoting is the fullness of life wherever you are in this moment. And it's embracing the joy and the gratitude and the wonder and the mystery that's in every moment and if you're feeling that place of languishing you're feeling like you don't have any energy you're feeling like you've run out of strength you're feeling like you just need a change and sometimes that change is purely it's a heart change like it's that space of coming in and going actually I need to start loving myself I need to start having more fun I need to surround myself with people that are positive and they um, you know find my tribe my people that are that love me and that can walk with me and that's yeah that's not always easy.
0: So just last week I felt like I was languishing a bit or I actually felt like that for a couple of weeks where I was just going through the motions of of everyday life that uh What's that movie that goes around and around and around
1: that we watched? Groundhog Day.
0: Groundhog Day, where I felt like I was in Groundhog Day. Day after day seemed to be much of the same, just slightly different, but ultimately not very exciting for me. And I felt like I was languishing and perhaps God was showing me that my life to to change in that moment was to do something completely different to what I was doing and so I chose to go for a motorcycle adventure and I serviced my motorbike and cleaned it up and got it running really well and packed up all my luggage and a swag so I could sleep and some food and some cooking equipment to set off on an adventure for a minimum of four days. Hopefully I was going for two to three weeks
1: yeah, it's going to be so exciting, honey.
0: So it's a new beginning for me, just to see if I could break out of that languishing. And in amongst it all, my intention was to visit some people that I I really love being around. And I had contacted a couple of those people just to let them know I was hopefully heading their way. And I had a couple of other visits in mind if if things panned out in certain ways. So off I set, and I had an adventurous full day, one full day. <laughs> I had one day of beautiful riding my motorbike in the sunshine, not much wind which is good on a bike, It just enables you to physically not get blown around too much and cut through corners smoothly and it's just good for choosing your line in the lane where you want to be and you're able to hold it when it's not too windy, it wasn't raining. It's was actually quite a magic day, but my bike was running like rubbish. And over the course of a day of meeting lots of different people, even as I stopped in towns and, and ate and just spoke to people, I had, a, I had an amazing time. But at the end of the day, not long before dark, my bike actually stopped running completely. It actually died. It blew up just crazy it blew up on the top of a mountain and there was no phone service there but I wasn't panicked at all because I had everything that I needed to camp and eat etc I wasn't con- I wasn't concerned about perishing throughout the night or anything like that
1: you even rode through a bushfire didn't you
0: yeah I rode through a bushfire as well earlier that day that had nothing to do with the bike breaking down or anything that was part of the the good part so after i broke down and i and i couldn't get phone service to ring you or to ring for anybody to help me to maybe put my bike on a trailer or come and get me i decided to to roll down the mountain because my bike was still able to roll and i rolled to a place that actually had phone service and at that place I was at the front of a house where some lovely people actually saw me and asked me to come in for a cup of tea, and then they made me dinner, and I stayed with them for about probably three or so hours talking about spiritual stuff, Mm. and it was an amazing time. It was like God had taken me on this big adventure for a full day to try and get to a place where I was visiting some other people, which hadn't happened But he delivered me at the doorstep of some people I had never met before to have a really spiritually invigorating discussion.
1: It's so cool because if you had set out on your adventure and, you know, uh, maybe – maybe God had even whispered in your ear, oh, just at the bottom of that hill, there's this house on the left-hand side. I know you've never been there, but I want you to stop in and see if the guys will invite you in for dinner. Like, what would the, ch- what would the chances be of you actually going through with that?
0: Well, very little. I would say there'd be very little chance that I would stop at that house that I ended up at because, well, for one, even when I did stop there, there was no one there. So I had to wait there for somebody to come So if I had chosen to stop there and there was no one there, I don't know how long I would have waited for for somebody to come. So, yeah, it's true. I feel as if the whole day, the whole adventure, the whole deciding to step out of the languishing into something new, a new beginning was actually more about meeting those people, those people at the end of the day than anything else
1: Mm, I love it and it was amazing I I got to meet them like many hours after that when once you had rung me and said I'm caught on the side of the road (laughs) can you come and pick me up and it was like about a two and a bit hour drive and and I got to meet these beautiful people when when I finally arrived to pick you up. And, yeah, it was very special. It was one of those amazing things that you never could have orchestrated if you'd tried to orchestrate and catching up with people that you don't even yeah, know. Yeah, so
0: maybe in the decision-making progress, if you're finding yourself in a place of languishing, which we've been talking about, you're you're, you're thinking about the possibilities of a new beginning Perhaps it's time just to go for a ride on your motorbike or your mountain bike or a drive in the car through the countryside or to do something that you remember that you've done in the past that you enjoy doing, something where you feel like you get to process your thoughts. You know, even if it's mowing the lawn, yeah, step outside and mow the lawn because that's yeah. a place where God speaks to you, where you get to process with Him what's happening in your life, you know. Take an opportunity when you're languishing and you're starting to feel like things could need to change, but you don't know what to do or how to bring that about. Meditation, go to the river, go fishing. Do one of those things that you know that you've done in the past where it's just a time of real clarity for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess like in, in that, I just really want to empower you as the listener to just embrace this this seasonal change embrace this time of change embrace what change means for your life as you're stepping out of one way of thinking or one way of living and stepping into a whole completely different way it's not too late to begin again. Like it's not too late to start over. And sometimes I feel like we have come up against this big wall of thinking, oh, we're too old to start a new kind of profession. Like, And that's what we've been doing this last couple of years. We've been stepping into a new profession that we don't know anything about a new space that we are not skilled in and that we haven't known the ins and outs of like our other professions in the past that we became very very good at from spending years and years doing I feel like and doing. I them.
0: don't even know if that's it for me Kylie I don't know if I even look at it for me as stepping into a new profession perhaps that's because I don't do much but for me I actually feel like I'm stepping into a new way of life or I have stepped into a new existence with God in the way that I am totally reliant on what it is that he has for me each day, how he's going to provide for us. It's not like, it's not for me, it's not like I've chosen a new occupation and I'm trying to learn how to do it so that I can get it down pat and, you know, earn a a suitable income, etc. It's not like that for me.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I mean that's embracing each one of our parts of the mystery of of walking forward, isn't it? It's just like, well, how are we doing this? What does this look like?
0: Well, I feel like for me there's probably some protection in that for me as well in that if we get to a stage where we feel like we've... Mastered our new chosen occupation, and we are safe and comfortable in our geographical location with our income, etc. That my experience of life so far would tell me that if that happens again, that it will be time to change it again.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. So perhaps we could look at it more from a long-term perspective. Then, if this is a conversation about us, because we can look at the the last twenty years of our life as a whole bunch of tiny little things that we've moved on and changed and moved on, or we can look at them as a whole in an industry that we've become very, very good at. So we can look at the next part of our life as the same, where we're starting in a new space. Of I don't want to get infinite good at a possibilities.
0: New I and just want to walk with God. I don't want to get. I don't even want to do an industry. Yeah, Where I love in the it. Bible does it talk about being in an industry?
1: Um, It just talks about being in in a new creation reality. It talks about walking as sons and understanding that we govern in this space that allows us to see the fullness of who we've been created to be and that it that expression is expressed in so many different ways including the ways of the artisans including the ways of the crafters and the musicians and the poets including in the ways of all these beautiful spaces that we are created to prosper and flourish in and that is the that is the opposite of languishing is flourishing flourishing in that space that makes you come alive like it's flourishing in this place of fullness it's engaging with the fullness of my spirit being so that I have this optimum spiritual health which then transpires like you said last week as mental health and physical health as well, knowing who we are and and operating out of that place of fullness. So I, I say like let's just learn to love ourselves, let's embrace the unknown, let's be okay with not having all the answers, and give yourself time to just start a new career, learn something that is unfamiliar. Create a new way, do something that's completely different, even if it's just having a conversation with a stranger when you never have had one before. So, yeah, we just we just love that, that you're on this adventure with us. We're grateful that you've decided to tune in to Wildfire Tribe Podcast.
0: Do they still tune in, Kylie? We say that all of the time. Thank you for tuning in to Wildfire Tribe Podcast.
1: Yeah, I guess that's like finding the radio frequency, isn't it? I guess we're still on a frequency somewhere.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to us and thank you for those of you that are also supporting us via Patreon and other methods because that is how we survive.
1: Yeah, so we'd just like to thank you guys for listening. If you are looking for more um, information about what we do, the different groups that we host and the different things that we have going on, you can find that at wildfiretribe.life.
0: I have a magnificent men's group that's on Zoom So if you're interested in exactly what we've just been doing, which is having a discussion about the mysteries of God and you want to do it surrounded by other men that are on that adventure as well, it's a safe, happy, positive environment where everybody gets to have a say if they choose. That is every second Wednesday on Zoom. You can do that from anywhere in the world. So if you feel like you might be interested in having or being a part of that conversation, then reach out and contact us through any of those places that you can contact us via wildfiretribe.life. That's our website. And we've been getting a little bit more active on TikTok as well. So check us out there. That's Wildfire Tribe.
1: Yep, Wildfire Tribe on TikTok. We've got a whole bunch of stuff there that you can listen to and see and just a, some little snippets of insightfulness from our previous weeks which is a lot of fun thank
0: you for listening get out there love god love yourself be on the quest for freedom and adventure and above all just be okay with being a mystic
1: yeah absolutely we love you guys it is a wonderful adventure and we look forward to joining you again next week okay bye